direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo! Mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris There, Steve Hale. And I'm Ron Miltz. We are we are back, guys. Hello, friends. I know, right? We've missed you. Like, uh, we've seen each other all on different separate occasions, but we just haven't recorded in a we, while. We've been having some adventures. We have. We you definitely know? have. Right. It's been an adventurous time. So I know we had plotted out to try and record a couple different times, and shit just got in the way. You know, car breaking down here and there. Mm-hmm. I got sick. Uh, we had an anniversary. Then the wife overruled any recording on one night. So they uh, tend to do that. They will. It's amazing. How the enemies of fun. <laughs> well, and it's amazing how you go uh, any other day. You're just like, hey, babe, I'm going to record tonight and, or on Thursday. And she's like, OK. And for whatever reason, we uh, she was gone on our anniversary. And I'm all, hey, we're going to record Tuesday night. And she's like, no, you're not. And I'm all, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like, we're hanging out Tuesday. I'm like, we are? And she's like, well, it's our anniversary, smart guy. And I was like. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, well, no. you got to start remembering that, dude. No, no, no. But I was like, no, no, no. Our anniversary was Saturday. She goes, uh, yeah, but I had work on Saturday. Oh, yeah. I had the same <laughs> damn thing happen, dude. So we were supposed to go on our anniversary to Disneyland. And she's got class. I'm like, you can't miss a night of class to go. To, it's our anniversary. Like every year up to this point, it's like that day is sacred. Like, because it's her shit now, it's not sacred. So it's like we had to go a day or two later. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I feel your pain. I just know that. Uh, and then it was like, uh, so I, I actually uh, retroactively punked her because she was like, we're hanging out for our anniversary. I was like, oh, is somebody watching Ronald and She goes, no, no, we're going to bring him with us. I was like, oh, okay. So I doubled up and invited my mom to come out with us. Because <laughs> so, it was also her birthday right around right. the same time. Yeah. And I was like, hey, why don't we... And then she's like, wait a minute, you invited your mom? I go, yeah, and I invited my dad and my stepmom and my sister too. And she's like, <laughs> it's like that is not an anniversary dinner. And I go, well, you were bringing Ronald Andrew. I just was trying to help. So I right. literally killed like six birds with one stone. Right. It was there you fantastic. Go. Anniversaries, two birthdays. Days. It was it was the most well played night ever. So. We had to postpone our wedding uh, by a couple of months. I don't even remember the reason anymore. Um, but she still brings that up from time uh, to time. She'd be like, "You know what today would have been?" Oh no! What's that? I, just fucking with me. I'm like, I don't know what. It's like May something. I don't know. We would have been married today. Oh well, fuck me. Do you know the only way I knew it was our anniversary is Facebook reminded me on a picture Ooh. of what I did a year ago. <laughs> We just, it's not, like, we don't celebrate shit like that at our house. I know it seems weird, um, but, like, she was gone all day. She got up and left before I even woke up that morning. Well, that's not true. I think I was out the door at, like, 7 doing stuff. But it's just weird. She just, it's like, we, like, Valentine's Day, don't celebrate. Mother's Day. See, that's technically... The day that we went on our very first date. Oh wow! Was Valentine's Day ultra convenient? It, yeah, I mean, it's kind of you know two birds and one stone type of thing, and right. it was a total accident. It was just like, you know, I've been talking to her on the phone, and she's like, "Hey, are you gonna are you gonna take me out sometime?" And I was like, <laughs> "Well, how about like this fucking Friday or whatever, smartass?" And and. It just so happened to be Valentine's. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about it then. I mean, I didn't think she'd make it past that weekend. Right, right. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just so funny when you think about it now, especially because it's like, uh, 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 we have too many days to remember. Oh. We have our first date. We have the first time we met, and then we have our first official date, which was actually like our fifth time hanging out. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. It gets better. We have our so that was be that would have been our uh, original anniversary. Then we broke up for like a time, and it was like so our second anniversary is like later in the year. Oh, crap! Yeah, so then that's like September fourth, and then we have our day we officially got married, which is actually March twelfth, and then we have our day that we had the ceremony, which is you celebrating all that. I celebrate none of it. I just I was gonna say just days of importance. That's the whole point of getting married, so you don't have to celebrate all that other shit. Well, this is this is like my wife's witch calendar. I mean, there's like right. some sort of fucking holiday every 72 hours. Yeah, and, and it's like, but here's the thing. These days come and go every year, and I'm the only one that remembers 90% of them. Right. And it's like, she, for the longest time, my wife such bad has such a bad memory when it comes to dates that she 
had to create a mnemonic device to remember my fucking birthday. <laughs> oh, wow. Because she, she was so embarrassed when she had to go pick up stuff from the pharmacy for me one time because it was she had to play the fucking match game with the mm-hmm. uh, the pharmacist because she's all, I have an order for a medication pickup for Ron Miltz and the, guy, and the guy's like, okay, I just need his birthday. And she's all, uh, uh, is it in the spring? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the guy like, she said the guy like looked at her and she's like, I'm going to say either March or April. And the guy's like, really? She's like, I know we're married, but is it April? And she's like spouting off. Like it literally was like she was playing the game where she's like, Am I getting warm? (laughs) Give me something. Come on. I'm I'm dying up here. Give me something. (laughs) So she literally had to call me and be like, what year were you born? She's like, I think we finally got it narrowed down to April 13th. And I'm all, he has the information. And she's like, yeah, but he he can't tell me. Like, I'd be picking up illegal drugs, you know? Right. So, yeah, but that is my wife right there. See, I luck out because my wife and my daughter's birthday are the same day. What? Yep, Sid's birthday and Jen's birthday Crazy. are on August 28th. You're doing this right. Yeah. Dude, you think you're <laughs> right. But the thing is, with CVS, they're like, uh, her birthday, I'm like, June 28th, 1976 ish. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> How old is she again? I'm like, I was 74. Okay, I'm okay, 76. There you go. Now, my daughter Lauren's got it figured out. She's dating a guy. His birthday is Christmas Day. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. That poor guy. For him, you know what? For like, her, it's great. Had, One gift. I have seen that. I had a friend who's um, her birthday was fuck the 23rd or something like right. that. And she just was like, rip off. She's like, you know, I could never have a birthday party because you know, nobody's coming. Mm-hmm. And when I would get gifts, it was always a combined thing. I've never had a birthday right? and a Christmas gift, you know, that's uh, when you say yeah. my birthday's now in March. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? I'm making, I'm, I'm giving myself a new fucking date. I feel like <laughs> that, that, that girl's deserving of like, like a Sally Struthers commercial where she's right? like, poor Janet here. It only gets <laughs> right. one gift a year. <laughs> oh, speaking of, so real quick, dumb shit. My kids say, we'll just jump to that. <laughs> We go to Bass Pro. We're getting ready for our little uh, adventure with Ron, Elena here. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, for those of our listeners, because we haven't been on the... We went... Steve went whitewater rafting for the first time. <laughs> Which so. was totally awesome. Yeah. I cannot wait to do it again. Well, we're... that The uh, rafting 2.0, the search for bigger water, is already oh, being uh, pushed into effect. Man. So we're looking at, like, August, I adventure think. Adventure so. boner. Uh, it was a, definitely a good time. The water... I mean, you know it's adventurous when three people drown on the river you're rafting on. The, the Let time me tell we you, there. as soon as I got back from this trip, that's what, all I heard about. Hey, was everybody in your party okay? Uh, yeah, why? <laughs> like, dude, like three people died up there while you guys were there. No shit. Well, and let's let's be honest. One guy died of a heart attack because the water yeah. was cold. What? He fell in the water. Cold. I thought yeah. it felt great. I thought it felt great. Okay, so we get there. And these fucking people are like, oh, man, like you're going to need a wetsuit. And I'm like, well, I've been in the ocean before in like the wintertime. Is it colder than 50 degrees? Or And they're like, it's cold. And I'm like, okay. And I've got like, we've got some hefty people on the trip. Right. And then you got people like Steve, who's who's just like, I'm not, I don't want to wear a wetsuit. Like, I'm not They interested. didn't have one small enough for me. Right. I was like, they're like, this is extra small. I said, smaller. Right. <laughs> I want it small, man. Like I said, have you ever seen a Namor? I just want like a little right. tight. He, I really wanted to see like the, the curvature of his balls is what I was looking for. Was, he's out looking but for yeah, the spice. Yeah, they were, they were saying basically. it was pretty cold. It was, it was, it was not frigid. I do you know? like. I, but I, I would say that water was probably at the coldest forty eight. Maybe forty nine. It was the. It was like if you've ever. So fucking great. It did because it was ninety degrees outside, you know. Right. And so all the wives are wearing wetsuits on the second day, and they're all complaining at lunchtime. And Steve mm. and I are like, ha, 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 ha. and they can't even take them off now because there's no. nowhere to put them. No. It's like you got it. It's yours. Mm-hmm. But so they're like determined to give us wetsuits. It, it was like I, I felt like I was like, well, they wanted to like put me in foam. Like I we yeah. used to never go with helmets. I'm glad like this trip helmets were definitely necessary. Makes sense. This water is moving at like 12 to 13 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Like you're flying. And the, the it was some of the biggest waves on this river that I've seen, you know, on some of these rapids where you're just like coming down into like a 12 foot wave drop, you know? Yeah, there were, there were a couple of points where like me and Ron were at the, the front of the boat mm-hmm. and like we go up and we're coming down and I'm like, 
holy shit, we're coming down, dude. Yeah, like, hold on, bitches. <laughs> like, they took pictures and, like, Ron and I just disappeared, dude, underneath right. this water, We hit this water, wave dude. and it was like, there was one point where Steve and I, we, we it was the very second to last rapid of the day, and we come up, and it was like we crested over this big, like, wave, and then we come back down, and, it, and the, the guide's like, you know, forward! And, like, so we're paddling through the next bump, and we hit it, and the front of our boat was underwater. Right. And Steve disappeared. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, just be there when we come back. <laughs> right. Because I, he was gone. And I was up to my neck. And the whole front of the boat was gone. And Steve right. was underwater. And and Steve was like, I grew another toe. <laughs> I, my, my feet were gripping that fucking. They were, they were going through my sandals gripping that boat. But that was where I was leading to. I went to Bass Pro to get these sandals okay. that Ron recommended right. to me. And I had my boys with us. And... Um, you know, Bass Pro's got all these toy guns and shit, and they want new guns. I'm like, you guys have like two dozen guns. You right. have so many toys up there. Like, we're gonna go ahead and donate these toys right. to kids who don't have toys. And they're like, Well, they don't have any shotguns. <laughs> no, they don't have any shotguns. And they go, Oh, they don't have any pistols? No, son, no, no pistols. Well, they don't have any crowbars? I said, you're playing Half-Life 2. I yeah. know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> no crowbars. Fucking, how old are you? Four years old? Like, I didn't teach him that one. The crowbar thing didn't come from me, man. So, uh, yeah, that was my, like, what the hell are you talking about? Nice. Story about my kids, and that was on our getting ready for our little adventure there. Yeah. So. But it was a good time, man. We all got a little bit of sun, you know? Oh, it was great. A little bit of camping. It I had a great like, time, dude. It was so good. I wish your back wasn't fucked up, Dude, man. not at all interested in any of that. Really? No. I told, I told Jen if she comes up pregnant and it's a girl, we're going to name her River. <laughs> <laughs> Word up. Right. <laughs> I, I kept threatening to make a River baby the whole time we were there. And by, when I got up to bed, somebody was passed out. Right. So. That was the uh, 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 dumb shit my wife did weekend with the fucking pump for that uh, that stupid. Uh, well, both of us mm -hmm. pump for our, our air mattresses. Luckily, uh, like, oh yeah, I brought the pump. No battery, or the batteries were dead. Oh, and then, so and then we brought a brand new pump that's literally sitting right there behind you that did not get brought with us. It was sitting oh. in the car. <laughs> <laughs> So you yeah. know what though? Your for me though, <laughs> yeah. like every every time I do one of these adventures, or like every time I hike a mountain, it uh, I learn something. Right, I, mm -hmm. I fuck something up, and I've learned my lesson. Right. So. <laughs> well, and I think I got Steve addicted enough. Uh, there's an adventure that I've always wanted to do that you would definitely not be interested in. It's a three day rafting trip. You hike in two and a half miles. You backpack all your shit in. You get there. And uh, uh, they've already brought the boats in uh, and the food for you, the, the the guides. And then you raft for fucking three days. And so you're back, like, all your shit comes down the river with you. Like, all, so you basically bring, like, your tent and what have you, and you just raft for three days straight. And it's like, dude, 24 miles. I can't rafting. wait, dude. Yes. It's like, that is, forward to he's, he's, talk, he's talking about this, like, next summer, and yes. I'm like, Let's start planning now. About fifteen minutes ago, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's how excited I am cheap. about it. Dude. It is like eight hundred dollars yeah. for this trip, but yeah. it is like I got I have an adventure, Woody, right now. So it was uh, good times. Well, let's actually talk about some nerd stuff now that we're All done right. with the rafting podcast here. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think we have to start with something bad before we get to something good. Okay. Um, uh, only because I've got some negativity built up for me because I just saw this movie. So Alien Covenant came out recently. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I got a lot to say about this film, but I don't want to dominate uh, because I'm going to shit all over it in about three minutes from now. Uh, but we all saw this movie and uh, and from a franchise that was had some highs and some lows. Um, what would you guys think about this one? Chris, I, I think it was amazing that you had a movie with only two aliens in it. <laughs> like it looked like. I don't even know where to start with this. Well, they did have the albino fleshlight, like that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's start with. I think we all agree that it's not really Alien Covenant. No, that it is David right. Covenant. Right. This is part two to Prometheus. Prometheus, without question. Okay, yeah, this right. is a one hundred percent part two to that movie. Um, they, you only get a glimpse of of David in the preview. 
and it shows everything else. Right. But he's the star. He of is. That movie. It is absolutely revolves around him from from the opening scene. Yeah. Um. So uh, so much so that they said, God, we like David so much. We're gonna make another android that looks just like him. Change his voice and call him Walter. Walter. He'll be yeah. and he'll be less fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But he'll have a southern accent for some right. unapparent reason, right. you guys. <laughs> they gotta mix it up. Right. right? So you can tell so, them apart. Of course. Um, That's really I can't think of any other reason. They had different haircuts. So too. Oh if, if you're if you're going into this movie expecting to see a lot of no. a alien xenomorph. No. You are not going to see that in this movie. And almost, I think the other thing is, if you've seen any of the single alien attack alien movies prior to this, you've basically seen everything that's in this movie. Right. I didn't feel like there was anything new aside from his workshop. I thought his workshop and like the little baby xenomorph when it came out with the way the arms folded and all, like all that uh-huh. was interesting. Yeah. But it was like, none of the movie's worth. Yeah, but none of the kills were overly interesting. No. Well, okay, when 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 the little um, the fleshlight or the the fleshlights when they cracked out of the that was their human host was a, was when it exploded out her spine that was yeah it was, dope. it was interesting yeah. it was like whoa we haven't seen that before but you know but um we we didn't spend enough like if it was the movie about the alien fleshlights attacking like they if for if you haven't seen it they literally have these other types of xenomorphs that have no faces they're just like a, a penis a white penis on top of their right. head that run around and they fuck shit up you know yeah um and if it was just about them I think I would have been okay like if it was right. these things attacking everywhere you know um but. The alien, nothing about the alien was earned in that movie. And I literally went back and watched all of those movies in the last, like, six weeks in preparation for this one. And fuck, man. (laughs) It was a bit of a letdown. When when your 11-year-old goes to this movie and says, yeah, that wasn't really scary at all. Ah. Then, you know, that gives you an idea. And don't you feel like the twists and the turns were so, like, Basically, you when Obvious. they they got off the planet. Second off, I still have no idea how the second alien got on the ship, or right. where the fucking second alien came from. It was uh, the the sergeant at arms. He he got impregnated. Uh, remember, it got on his face. Oh, but was that long enough? You know what? It's the one thing with the movies, movie after movie, the gestation period. It right. has gotten faster and faster and faster. And why? Because the audience these days, it has to come at you at the speed of and sound. That's, and that's the thing. It's like, you remember know? the first one, you were Because like, I had to ask myself, too. It's like, where the fuck did he come from? Oh, that's right. And then how did it grow so quickly? Exactly. The gestation right. period has gone faster and faster and faster in every you movie, You start out dude. with fucking spores. And ten minutes later, you got full-grown, you know, and fleshlights. It brings me to, like, the first thing I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of, when I'm watching that, is going back to Aliens. Right. And Sergeant Apon is saying, don't touch anything. Right. And here you got these fucking people who go, you know what, we're not going to that planet anymore, we're just going to go to this one, because right. we heard some fucking, <laughs> some radio sound. So, you know what, yeah, let's jump on. John gonna- Denver, it must be okay. <laughs> I had to agree with the one chick. She's like, we've been planning this one planet for a, quite a long time. It would be like the equivalent and of now, you, Steve, like going, we're going to go hike this mountain that we've been but, planning for. And you're like, but there's a mountain right here that we can stop it's, at. Guys, we're going to go to Mount Rubido. And the next thing you know, I'm taking you to the fucking t- top of San Gorgonio. <laughs> They're going, what the f- Dude, what the fuck, man? I mean, this was like... It's even more than that. It's so, like you're going to go to a, a mountain in the Amazon yeah, somewhere. You know what? I have, you have no idea what I have a better idea. Is. Let's go fucking uh, hike Everest. <laughs> right, right. Right? I've got my shoes. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I mean, so they fucking get to this planet, and all of a sudden they're just like, dude, we're blasting down there, man. Right. Well, who knows what the fuck is down there? And then you land, and you're just like, hey, man, I'm just going to fucking... You know, I'm just I'm getting some water samples and shit. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Have let's we not, slow down. Like here. we've watched way too many episodes of Star Trek on this movie. Where oh yeah, nobody's in a, like nobody's in any sort of suit. Right. Like nothing's protected. Yeah, they just opened the door. They were like, yeah, smells okay to yeah, me. Yeah, looks safe here. <laughs> it's breathable. They're like, yeah. wow, look at that's wheat. 
Like that's your only fucking concern right now. Well, and then they're like, "There's no, there's no life forms on this planet." And I'm all at that point, I'd be like, "Let's get the fuck back in the boat." Right, get, right. something's wrong. Something's not right. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Like I wouldn't like let's investigate. I'm like, you're not a military vessel. You're a goddamn like, you're like a carnival cruise. In you guys space. got a couple. Of, <laughs> you guys got a couple of M4s. Right. That you, you you put some extra tack rails on, right? Just to make them look spacey, right? <laughs> what happened? What happened? I mean, you you used to make like lazy. It's just lazy. It now. is lazy, man. It's it's everybody because it basically like the gunsmith shows up and he's like they designed something, but none of it has any I mean, like look at, futuristic appeal to it. It doesn't make sense. I mean, look at the yeah, pulse rifles. Past, right? Look at look at the no. This is supposed like we haven't even. It's our future. Yeah, but it's past. In the Alien franchise. Yeah, but okay. The pulse. I mean, I could show you weapons that we are have today that right. look nothing like right. what our our current our forces are using. So it's like when you see the pulse rifles and you go, okay, that looks like mm-hmm. some futuristic shit here. Well, right. and especially you know? like you think like it's a high. It's supposed to be like a essentially like a high caliber round. Right. That they're carrying like in a very small amount of space. They're carrying like essentially a hundred rounds on these things, you know. Yeah. And they're firing it like at such a high rate that it has no kickback as well, which is right. either like the pulse rifles are badass, you know. And you think about like the fucking like they're walking around the Marines with their uh uh, uh with their uh which call it's their uh. You know, they got the heavies. Yeah, the two heavies. Yeah. Like you're like, I can buy into all this shit being futuristic. Right. And then it's like you watch these this alien covenant and you're like, first off, why do they like if they're on an exploration mission, why do they have all this weaponry? Well, you should probably always have that stuff. Well, I guess. I mean, yeah. but it, it's like it goes back to that concept of guns in space. Like, why do I necessarily need guns in space, essentially? Me, I would think of of when you hit the planet. Sure. The wildlife, not just xenomorphs, but I'm talking about just general Anything. like bears or yeah. space wolves or some <laughs> shit like that. You right. know, I mean, sure, you're gonna want to have something for that. Here's what absolutely killed me: when you're watching the movie and after the shit goes down and literally they breathe the air mm-hmm. and it's like the spores attack, fucking kill two of the guys and turn into the the fleshlight monsters. They're inside that temple and there's like the water fountain. And this girl just is like drinking the water, right. like cleaning her face. I'm just gonna wash up. And I'm all, you fucking just saw two people from some pathogen. Like, are you the dumbest goddamn person on the planet? On on this planet, apparently, yes. But right. it's like I just none of it made a like there. The, so much of it was completely fucking unearned, yeah. and it was like we pissed off for an hour right. looking at space, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, we're traveling through space, guys. And I'm like, cool. Like, if you want to make the story about that. 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, but it was like, you, you spent a lot of time introducing a lot of characters that, one, I, I really only cared about three of them by the end of it. And you know what? Danny McBride didn't one time say, tongue fuck my butthole. And I was waiting and I was waiting. And then how did the fucking cast from Pineapple Express end up in a goddamn Ridley Scott alien film? Right. Like, how is it that the original captain is uh, James Franco? Who has like two seconds of screen I, time? I gotta tell you, somebody had to tell me who that was. I didn't even realize that was James Franco. I was like, it's pretty subtle. Uh, a mean, little bit. Well, they go back and they show a little bit of video right. footage of him on the side of a mountain, but I'm like, I feel like there was stuff that was cut from that. Film yeah, it's him. like some. Do we have a dispute with a contract or mm. something here? Do like we I, pull out of this for a reason? I feel like they were trying to play a joke on us, where it was like him and Billy Crudup, and they were going to be like the stars of the film. Right. It was almost like Ridley Scott was like, "No one will see this coming," and I'm like, "Yeah, if they've never seen Alien before, no one will." I would have been more surprised if Danny McBride was the last fucking person alive right like out of everybody like make the movie about him <clears throat> give it a comedic me. tilt and let's have some fucking fun blowing shit up you know right and instead what we got was and we got a sequel to prometheus that was not even the part of the the prometheus sequel that i would have found interesting right. or was promised i mean here we've got this architect race yeah that you just rolled up <laughs> and you've you virus bombed them. <laughs> right, right. And that was it. It was over in what, like seconds. What were what were they doing? We'll never know now. <laughs> and not only like that, but it's like 
the first movie was all about these questions of the universe. Right. right. Creator and creation. And you basically have this lineage that even in the new movie you got create you basically have and we introduced that at the beginning where it's like David and Wayland, you know, like hanging yeah. out. And so that idea of creator and creation and at a point when the creation does not respect the creator anymore. And we basically touched upon that. But any thought of dealing with that with the engineers, which is kind of the thing I was looking forward to for this movie, mm-hmm. wiped out in a flashback that was less than 35 seconds. You right. know? And it was like, what the hell? Like, What was the point of that? Yeah. Well, everything from the gestation period to this. Rushed. To even when they got back on the main ship, they're like, I got a plan for this alien. Boy, we got that worked out in a fucking heartbeat where it took Sigourney Weaver all goddamn movie and her entire crew. Yeah, they were like, grab some guns, we're going to blow it out the airlock. Yeah. And you're well, like... that's simple. Okay. Right. Like, apparently we can do that now. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I, I just... It, it was like... Every bit of it was rushed and, and yeah. they didn't take... And, and they were on that planet for less than eight hours. And think about that. Mm-hmm. In less than fucking eight hours, we had two full-grown xenomorphs up here, two fleshlight monsters... Now, and I can get behind the fleshlight monsters being faster because we've already established that in Prometheus, you know, mm-hmm. that it was like, like when, like there was no scene in Prometheus that was, uns- that or in this current movie that was as unsettling as the C-section moment in fucking Prometheus. Oh, yeah. Like that shit, like was making me squirm mm-hmm. that whole section right, of the movie. Right. Yeah. Like, and that movie, it's like people shit on that movie because, you know, the circular thing is falling down and Charlie Theron can't run left or right. And I can get behind that as well. Right. But it's like, at least the monster scares were scary. Yeah. This one, I was like, I, I wasn't afraid of anything. Like, there was no point when I was worried for anybody. And, like, the only thing that... And I, I don't know if it was an intentional or not, but the only thing that was unsettling to me was David, the android. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he was a good, decent villain as far as oh, things yeah. go. You know? But I just feel like he was a villain in a movie that wasn't a very good movie. I just... And for me, it was the, the one part that I did like about the movie was David. And it, it's it goes back to my whole, like, I do not trust AI <laughs> at all. No. And we just keep... We keep touching on this Ultron, David, (laughs) Terminator, Skynet. The whole—they're gonna think we're a virus, man. They gotta eradicate us. Like recurring too. Like we shouldn't be treading down this fucking road, (laughs) man. Like they do not like us. No. (laughs) So, but I—I think he's a good actor. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's a phenomenal actor, Um, and he did. His job in this movie, I just don't think the rest of the movie was there. I don't think the story was there. I don't think the... the Yeah, you know, I think it was very rushed these days. Don't you think this... Like, basically, if you think about it, like, act structure, the first act is them on the ship, and that's an hour. And the movie's two hours and, like, ten minutes long. Is it really that? They're an hour before they hit Planetfall. Wow. And that opening sequence was, like, ten minutes, you know? And I was okay with that. Yeah. Like, that was fine, but it was like, you're literally an hour before you hit the planet, and the movie isn't about that first hour. It's about everything that happens on the planet. Yeah. So, literally, you you in a, a, a movie that ends up really feeling about as long as an episode of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. you know, without half the story that an episode of Game of Thrones has. Yeah. And, it, and when you think about, when you really get down to the compartmentalized version of that movie, it's like, they hit the planet, shit is infected in the first five minutes they're down there. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, they are not exploring for very long. The the David shows up and is like, follow me. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to follow you. That seems like a good idea. Right. Like, uh, okay, sure. And then it's like every, like, the minute we get inside the temple, like, is it safe? Yeah, it's safe. Yeah, I'm going to trust this guy for sure. The guy I just met. Let's all, right. all wander around the fucking temple now. Yeah. You know? Or, yeah. hey, you just saw me trying to communicate with an alien and I got mad that you shot the thing that's been killing all you fuckers. Uh, but come here and follow me to my chamber here, right. and oh, go by that egg just, thing. Just took your, just took one of your fucking crew crew members apart, right? Mm-hmm. You know, decapitated your crew member. I didn't do anything about it. And then, but I and, an and I gotta tell you, you, I gotta tell you, dude, <laughs> the let's risk. What was on that ship? Forty thousand? Was it two thousand? I thought it was more. Let's risk two thousand lives to save three people. I gotta tell you, man, that was just stupid. I gotta tell you. We wouldn't. I. I just. It was not believable. Well, and especially like, no offense to, like, I, I get the concept of like everybody that was on the ship was couples, but why yeah. would the command crew be that way as well? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you I just mean, here, you're, like we don't even allow that in my uh, day job. Like, 
if we have somebody in my department that is going to help somebody else and they're not and they're married, mm-hmm. we've had this problem. She doesn't get to help him. I have to help him. Because it immediately creates conflict. It's a conflict of interest. Yes. There's a, all kinds of things. For instance, like, I'm the captain of the ship, and I'm going to risk all the other fucking mm-hmm. people on the ship to go down and get my, my wife and friends. Right. I, we I mean, no offense, I love you guys, but if I'm the captain of that ship, I'd been like, well, shit went wrong. I think of, I think cannot of, risk everybody else I think else of here. Lawrence, did you guys see Event Horizon? Oh, yeah. yeah. And when Lawrence Fishburne was telling his story... And they're like, what'd you do? He's like, I shut the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I shut the door. Like and not I left question. him behind. Yeah. Because that's what I had to do. I had to save. And we're just talking about the, the guys in the escape pod. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about 2,000 people in this ship. It was, it was ridiculous. Well, the only person that got it right was the fucking first girl. When the guy's like, yeah. like sh- he split blood on her, and you're like, that's contamination. Right. You're on lockdown. Yeah. She like opened the door, and she's like, I can't. Right. I can't open the door. All right, right. You know? And not only that, if the guy's like that, like if shit's going down like that, he ain't coming on my ship. Yeah. Like that's our only way on and off this fucker. Like, no. Yeah. No. Like, oh, God, there was just. A lot of problems with it. Like so A lot many. Of problems. So disappointing that, because I like, honestly, I was like, oh, Ridley Scott, I got high hopes for this. Yeah. Like, and now at this point, I'm like, I just think this Alien franchise, I think it's tapped out. I don't know that there's anything left to give. They're See, not- I, I think they should have gone with another Sigourney Weaver movie. I think everybody would be totally happy if they did another Sigourney Weaver movie. You know, they were talking about that Neil, five, yeah. Neil Blomkamp. Is that his last name? Yeah. yeah. The District 9 guy. Yeah. Doing a version of it, and apparently that whole thing is just completely it's dead now. Dead, dead now. They're so. talking District Ten is his next movie now. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, so I just here's the here's the thing. What satisfying movie has there really been in the Alien franchise? Because look, I for what they are, I enjoyed the shit out of both the Alien Predator movies. Like they were fine. I enjoyed them. They were like popcorn, bad popcorn movies. Right, they are. Okay. For me, and it goes. It's it's what I said about the Transformer movies. Like I don't now. I want to see Xenomorph versus Predator. I don't care about the insignificant and weaker human race. Okay, we've already yeah. established that. Right. They get their asses kicked wholesale. Right. I don't care anymore. I want to see these two bad motherfuckers duking it out, dude. But, but you when know? you reach that point of storytelling, like what stories are there left to tell with those Xenomorphs? Cause yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, at this point, you're. Just, I just want to see battle. Yeah. You know, but yeah. What, what can they do with another alien movie? What another? Another, another ship? Another heroine. Yeah. Making it through and losing the rest of her crew. Plus, they did it. You're right. It's been a, done. It's a been regular done. city. They did that with Alien Predator. Alien Predator. Rec Room. So, it just. You I would love to see the xenomorphs in a regular American city. It, they would. It would. First off, it ruins the timeline if you do that. You can't. And the aliens are going to win. Like, by definition, they're going to win. Maybe. I mean, as. Even Bishop points out, you know, they're a superior species. Yeah, in every way, know. shape, and form. Yeah, they're built for this. Right. You know, they're a perfect killing machine. I, but I think, I think at a, <clears throat> on I'd a, be okay with that ending. <laughs> I think on a grander scale, though, I think, uh, and we've talked about this a little, I, I think one of the things we're learning, and we've talked about this on the podcast, is I don't need prequels to those, to no. questions I don't need answered. Yeah, and right. that where yeah. the aliens came from, I never needed to know that. No, and I like, was fine with it. Yeah, them just being like a creature that came about through nature was fine by me. Yeah, there's no reason. For- I, you know, I was fine with with the original alien with the derelict ship. Yeah, with the mystery. I like a mystery still. It's I, we've talked about it a million times before. I don't need to be spoon fed. No, this prequel no. crap, dude. It's midichlorians. You know? and it's like as much as I, I'm not like Chris, where like I r- rail at the fucking prequels. The one thing in the prequels that I never really got behind, and and actually it came out in the books before the movies, was this concept of like uh, 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 something in the, the Jedi's blood that makes him different. You know, and the minute you start to do that and you science it up and you turn it into midichlorians, like I don't need to know that about the Force. Right. It can just be a mysterious fucking power that makes. I'm with people it. People magical wizards, like it's a MacGuffin. Just like. Like, just yeah. like mutants. I don't need to know how they became mutated. No. You know? Happened. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, let's transition this... off a bad movie to a fucking great movie. So, uh, Logan has come out on uh, uh, Blu-ray. 
and they released a black and white version. Oh, okay. Uh, Holy shit. So, dude. Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Okay, so I, I saw that it was it was the black and white version, and I thought, oh, this could be cool. Um, and I, I put it up on Facebook. I just wanted to know, you know. Um, it, it seemed like it was a cool concept. But then I watched it. Uh-huh. And I got about three, four minutes in, and I'm like, this is the fucking greatest ever. Really? It is so so much better huh. to the point where I don't even want to watch the color version at this point because my kids were watching it yesterday or two okay. days ago and I'm watching it and going that scene looks so much cooler in black and white yeah like all of the cool dramatic moments yeah. in the black and white version completely thrown away when you put color on it uh-huh. it was a totally different film and so much darker sure such a darker film well, you know, they did that with The Walking Dead, the first season. Exactly. And I, I actually liked it. There were people who were like, oh, I didn't like it. And I was like, for me, like for me, it's throwing it back to the, my favorite right. of Night of the Living Dead, right. which I have seen. I've fucking seen that movie more times than I've seen Star Wars. I'll tell you yeah. what, dude. Um, I, so much so that when I finally, like I had to watch it on a little black and white TV when I was a kid. Right. When I saw, finally saw it on a color TV, I was like, oh, that's a black and white movie? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know, you that's know? Funny. So I, I prefer it like that, and I will definitely have to check out Logan Dude, like buy this. it. They've got the three disc set right now. It's a DVD, Blu-ray, and digital. Uh-huh. And it comes with a third disc that's the black and white. And I, I honestly, I don't ever want to watch it again in color. Well, I don't know if you guys are aware better. of this or not, but they have released it on a Warner Home Video VHS. What? That's funny as hell. Yeah, it's just a cool picture. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on the. I'll put it on our page for you guys out there Such to see. Such a great, such movie. a cool box cover. I, I'm really, um, really blown away by how much I, I love that film. I'm, I'm telling even you, man. Second time, like I walked out of that movie going, "This, this is my fucking movie." And I think it's still going to come down as my movie of the year. Right. Uh, so I think, easily. I think Hugh Jackman and and Patrick Stewart both deserve nominations Ugh, for this At movie. least. Damn. I think yeah. it'll get nominated for Best Picture. I hope so, man. Like, it's so one of those deserved. movies, like, when you watch it, it's like Fury Road, where you're like, this is fucking really good. Like, this is this is different. This is something... Mm-hmm. We're, we're watching something other than your run-of-the-mill yeah. uh, action hero right superhero movie superhero. you know so well and it's like, that's how i felt the whole thing but don't you feel like and i mean i know we've you can go back and we have a previous podcast where we literally just talk about this movie but i just made the wife watch it she hadn't seen it yet she's blown away by it yeah. oh yeah and she and she likes those x-men movies like it's mm. one of the few superhero movies i can get her out to uh, yeah. that and the next movie we're going to talk about but it's like she was blown away by it she's like i'm shocked she told me she's like i'm shocked you like this because it's so dark and fucking depressing. Well, in that moment at the end, see the VHS box cover. <laughs> where, that's great, dude. I love where it. she takes the the cross <laughs> yeah, and yeah. turns it on the side. It's such a fucking beautiful moment. And when you see it in black and white, it just oh my god! I cannot recommend it highly enough. So you Logan, you have to get the black and white. The noir. Logan in black and white. The Logan is it called Logan. Now does it come Logan in like noir. a second? It's what it is. Is you've got the Blu-ray, the DVD, and the digital. And it comes with the third disc that's the black the and white one. Yeah. Well, some of these look for it. You get it on Amazon. There's a few things that have come out in black and white in the last few years, and that's really why I wanted to talk about this. That I, I, a few things on the list that if you haven't checked out, it's worth checking out. Like if you're into sort of uh, like older monster movies or sort of film noir, like I think like uh, for instance, Logan would be the first one. But The Mist in black and white. If you've oh. never seen that. I have not seen it in black and white. It's phenomenal. I love the movie. And Frank Darabont, when they made the movie, wanted to release it in black and white originally. And all the monster stuff, like if you have, it harkens back to a 1950s, like, alien attack film. It has that feeling to it, dude. What do you think of them? Spiders and all What do you think of them doing the series on uh, Spike? I haven't seen Seen a preview. A preview yet. How's it look? Uh,. It looks interesting. It's, it's it's fucking it's it sparked my uh, your interest interest okay. in it for sure. I mean, sure. I'll give it a go because the, the the Frank Darabont movie is so it's so important to me in so many different ways because yeah. it's to me it's like some people are always taken out of left field by the ending. They're like, it came out of nowhere, and I'm like, no, the whole fucking movie led to that moment, right? And that choice that you had to make, and the uh, the question you got to ask yourself is, like, as a viewer, I go, what choice would I have made in that yeah. moment? 
Like, am yeah. I going to sit here and suffer or am I going to go out on my own terms? And, and, and already knowing what you know. Right. There's right? no exit out of this. Like, you've seen what's going to happen to you. And it ain't good. Oh, fuck no, it ain't. And we're, we've, we've, I mean, it's bad in every goddamn yeah, and way. And we fought and we fought. And it's like, we haven't given up until this point, but I'm not going to sit here and watch my child suffer. <clears throat> you know? Right. And, but the only difference for me is uh, the Thomas Jane character, I, probably would have killed myself even after the military showed up you know after all that i had yeah, been through yeah. there's like no coming back from that but it's to me that's what makes that movie fucking brilliant like everything else like the like everybody's loss of humanity and like the fucking crazy religious mm-hmm. people like everything that goes along uh, with that like it when everyone that goes oh that ending came out of nowhere i'm all no like you don't get it that right. the whole movie was about the ending yeah it was right. about that like all the rest of it you think it's just a dumb monster movie but it's not so that's a great black and white uh, version of something. Yeah, I'll have uh, to watch that. Go back if you get a chance. They did the first season of The Walking Dead in black and white. Yep. Yep. Can you find it for sale? Uh, it's available. It's out there. You know what? I'm going to look online right now. It's Wait. out there. So um, I have digital copies of it. Oh. So I can give them to you if you want that at some point. That would be wonderful. Um, but the, it's, go back and watch the first season of The Walking Dead in black and white. Fantastic. I, yep, I did. When, when they released it, I watched it. Yeah. I, I thought it was awesome. I missed the first one, and I didn't want to do it. Unless I watched the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then they never played it again. I'm yeah, like, oh, god damn. It's only they only did the six episodes, so yeah. it's not like you they can't should do all of them. To be honest, with I you. don't think the rest of them. Translate. I don't, actually, yeah, I, actually, I don't think it went over very well. I, I, I think they were just like, hmm. it's like when they did all the the prequels in like three D, and nobody gave a shit. Right. I gave a shit. It, they did for what one and two, and I don't well, think they, they did the three. And that's because of Disney. Disney yeah. stepped. That's when right they had three ready to go, and then yeah. Disney stepped in and was like, actually, they had two ready to go, and Disney uh-huh. stepped in and was like, we're not releasing those. Right. So I, because yeah. for me, I have the Blu-ray, and my my TV will do it'll take anything and put it into 3D, uh-huh. like any Blu-ray, and so it's not a an actual 3D, but the opening of episode three in even the crappy 3D is fucking phenomenal, dude. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you saw it in the theaters in 3D. I did not. I did. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like, something that I would go see again, like, uh-huh. right now. But, you know, we saw it at the Arclight, too, on the big, like, para- uh, parabolic uh, screen. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but not every movie is designed for 3D. Uh, so, yeah, there's a couple of good black and white things out there. Check them out, you guys, if you get a chance. If you're into that sort of thing, some modern stuff that's come out in black and white. And there's some others, too. Not not everything works in black and white. Maximize those fucking... Uh those box sets, people. You can Watch find the Road shit. Warrior, Fury Road, in black and white as well. Yes, what? which yeah. is pretty fucking phenomenal as well. But that's a movie to me that I think that just comes in the regular HD version. It, it does. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got, got that. It's another one. I'll he wanted that. He wanted to release it in black and white, and the studio's like, no. I think that hey, was probably they, a smart move, dude. Fucking um, Mel Brooks, dude. He had to fight tooth and nail to make Young Frankenstein in black and white. There was something else you wanted to do in black and white, and they just weren't having it. Well, but. that one made sense in black yeah. and white. Yeah, right. I mean, it's the whole genre out of the whole Frankenstein thing, but, you yeah. know, especially at that time. Right. You know, I mean, we're like, dude, you know, we've come all this way to put shit in color. We don't right. fucking you know, make a black like, and white movie. Do what that. the fuck? That's dude, stupid. No, nobody's going to come see this stupid movie. <laughs> well, you know. Right. Well, so. who knew that movie would be so fucking brilliant at this point? Like, when you go back and you watch that, that it, by the way, it just showed up on Netflix. You can try and watch Young Frankenstein on Netflix. Oh, and I, it's I like, own it a couple times, I think. Yeah, well, we own it on <laughs> DVD, so right. it's like, it's been watched many times. You know, it's fucking house. crazy is a, a friend of mine in Chicago just went and saw it on the big screen. They had, I think it was like an anniversary showing, and like Mel Brooks was there, oh, and it's like, so and it's great. like you're thinking to yourself, like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, He's like ninety. You are still alive. Like everybody else is gone. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Carl fuck, Reiner. dude. Well, they keep talking about Spaceballs too, and I'm like, "You better get that shit made soon, or it ain't right. gonna happen." You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <They're> done. <laughs> like you ain't got much time to be yeah, wasting on shit, this. You know. It's kind of funny because every time we talk about Young Frankenstein, uh, my wife, who is a theater teacher, and before she knew anything what the hell she was doing, one of her first shows she did as a high school theater teacher was she did an adaptation of Young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah? And she did it in black and white, like on stage. Uh So she, all the sets, all the costume, and all the makeup was designed to be black and white. Okay, that's cool. So everybody was in like super white makeup. Yeah. Right. You know, and she, so she had all these Mexican kids in white face. <laughs> but, uh, and all the clothes were like grays and black and white with yeah. no color. Uh, all the lighting was flat. She's, you know, and it was like, 
it's funny because I told her now I'm like you're lucky you didn't get sued because, right. <laughs> because that's not there's no way you, there's you have no right to produce that by the way you know and it just it's so funny because now she laughs she goes oh my god I would never do that now she's right. like but at the time I didn't know any better and it was my favorite movie growing up and yeah. I was like that's fair but I always think about that you know um so speaking of monster movies, I know <coughs> I know none of us have seen it yet, and I don't know that I just I I'm curious about the room's feeling. So the Mummy comes out this weekend, the Tom Cruise version. Uh, Steve, <laughs> I got I got nothing for as this, the Universal dude. Monster guy. How do you feel about this? Just just stop, man. <laughs> I mean, just you know they've been done, and then they've been done again. Yeah, and then again, I mean. It's it's over, <laughs> you know. Right. Let's let's move on to other shit. Once you got the Rock involved in the last series, uh, it it was over. It was done. Well, I mean, oh, the Scorpion King right. one and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but the, at least those are terrible. Those movies are pulp fun. You know what? Right. They're designed like, as like 1930s pulp no, fun. The first two. Well, that's the Rock's in the second one. I mean, they're kind of they're, they're kind of action adventure movies. I don't think of them as like a horror no, movie. No, not you at know? all. Um, or, They're or, like or, that Van Helsing movie was, where it's like, this is designed by Michael Bay to be consumed for <laughs> right, idiots. right, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, their whole Universal's plan is to do this like dark wave of of taking these old titles back and making new movies, and this is supposed to be the the launch ship of it. And no I'm, chance. I don't think it's going to. I think it's going to fucking sink like a well, rock. I've already so far a terrible. I've already read terrible reviews. Like Thirty one percent on what, man, tomatoes, you know, man. You know, fucking normal. Dude, uh, Tom Cruise is pretty used to being in hit movies. Yeah, you know, and he is pretty much most of his movies have been a hit um, for thirty fucking years. Well, they said this is the worst Tom Hanks movie, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise movie (laughs) since I can't even think of like Legend. No, no, it was. I know his eyes wide open or wide shut was 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 pretty not. Did you see that movie? I tried, man, and I was like, "This is like some sort of weird, drug-induced fucking like, <laughs> like student film naked. movie." Like, I'm just like, I'm I'm just not high enough to fucking get this. I it guess. was like I pretty people care. having a threesome, like yeah, you know, I was fucking. I just wasn't. I just wasn't getting it. I just didn't care. Yeah, I just this whole dark universe thing that they're trying to make. Like, they're desperate to have their own Marvel universe with the monsters, and this is the second time we've heard this. You realize that? Well, you know, because they're Dracula un- or Dracula. The untold or the one yeah, with uh, yeah. Luke Evans was supposed right. to be like the launching point for their shared movie universe and they yeah. were like well that tank so now this is the launching point for right. our we shared movie we got Tom movie. Cruise for this one yeah right still nobody gives a shit uh, you know um I don't know once again you got another CGI nightmare fucking of a movie it, tons of it not really a great story yeah. let's you know let's just pretty it up I and it's funny because we, Chris and I were talking. Oh, and this. the mummy's a woman now. Uh, who fucking cares? Yeah, but I mean, at least they picked a good woman. Like she's the oh. chick from Star Trek Beyond, who yeah. was the alien. Like I dig the shit out of her in that movie. Right. And she was in something else as and well. Listen, I'm reason. not, I'm not hating because it's a woman. I, I think that'd be great if they just did something fucking new. And why does it like? When are we gonna learn that people like a mixture of practical and CG? And right. Unless you're CG, unless you're James Cameron, yeah. and you're spending two hundred million dollars making Avatar, your CG's never gonna be good enough. And yeah. this is coming from me, right. who's like, I'm the guy that's like the CG apologist. But it's like, when did we like with that movie? It's like it's you just the previews. I'm all this is bad CG. Mm-hmm. Like there's this is looks like this all this looks ten years old. All yeah. of it. Like, I'm yeah. not impressed by any of it, you right. know? And it's like, I, I just, I'm kind of blown away that that this was there. I think they just thought they were going to dump Tom Cruise in a movie and have Russell Crowe come in and just call him there Dr. Jekyll and we've got a hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to shit out gold, guys. Right. You know? And it's right. like, I, there's nothing in that preview that looks scary. It looks like a bad action film. Yeah. You know? It looks like uh, Gods of Egypt. Yeah. Just like, I'm, I, I don't care. Um, a lot of great special effects that I've seen a million times before. Yeah. Uh, just, oh, I, look, she's got two pupils. <laughs> Fuck That's so me. scary. Wow, it's unsettling. Yeah, you know. Which is funny because on the juxtaposition of that, there's a movie coming out this weekend called uh, They Only Come at Night or It Only Comes at Night. 
have you seen any Is previews for that? No, no, no. It's a, uh, a horror so. film. Uh, it looks fucking great. Uh-huh. Like I'm like super excited about going to see this one. But it's basically like uh, uh, there's some sort of apocalypse happening, mm-hmm. and uh, there's like this family hold up at this house, and they're like, we don't know what's they're in like the forest somewhere, and they're like, we don't know what's going on outside. Da 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 da. And so like another family shows up, and so it's a question of like, do we save them? And, and so they bring them in the house and like, we have only one rule, like, you know, like there's one door in and out of here. That's it in this house. And, you know, whatever's like infecting the people out there, like, do you know what's happening? They're like, no. And they're like, well, do not go out at night. That's the only like that's, you know. And then so one night, like they come up and the doors open to the house. Like mm. Somebody's but everybody's in the house. So then it becomes like this horror film in this fucking house of whether or not people are infected. And it's like, I'm so in. It looks fantastic. Sounds interesting. Yeah. So it's like, it's got that, it's like one of those movies and I've been hearing about this for about a year. It came from like one of the festivals. They Mm. bought it. And it's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm intrigued. Like, Sign me up, you know. Yeah. It's sort of like when the Babadook came out, and it was wow, like about a year dude. lead time on that, and I kept hearing about it, and I finally saw him. All that was a dope ass movie. Like yeah. I would see that again, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, yeah, this universal shared universe thing—it's just not going to get off the ground. And they yeah. took that picture of all these guys together, and like, this are look at what we're doing. And I'm like, none of this is going to happen. Yeah, you're just like the fucking Fox people when they're like, look, we're going to do Gambit. Yeah, that's never gonna happen with Channing Tatum and the X Men and Fantastic Four. You know, it's like stop. Everybody needs like they all need to stop trying to be Marvel at this point, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, I think even DC has like starting to like the Warner Brothers people. Like they basically they're going movie by movie now. Yeah, they they've pretty much said that Justice League and Aquaman are the only two that are guaranteed to be made at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, Wonder Woman has done great, which none of us has seen yet, so we're not talking about Wonder Woman yet. Right. Uh, it's on all of our lists. Yeah. We just haven't had a chance, you yeah. know. Um, but You know why? Because it's a female lead. Oh, is that why? None of us want to see it. <laughs> 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 I don't know what you guys think. There's just been a lot of movies that I've already wanted to see, and so okay. I think what we got to do, though, we'll get there probably on our next podcast by that time. Yeah. We'll have all seen I'm hoping right. actually to see it maybe tomorrow night I'm we're so. supposed to go Saturday so yeah. like that's our plan to go at Saturday evening but I alright guys I, I think what we're gonna do is why don't we just take a break uh, <laughs> why don't we stop and we're gonna put a pin in this one um, I think we got a lot more to talk about we got at least another episode's worth and we don't want to punish everybody with two hours of straight podcasting so uh, what we'll do is we're gonna finish this one up right here I'm uh, gonna thank you guys for listening to the show and we hope you guys are having a nerd life crisis Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. Nerd Life Crisis.